Today is October 29th, 2020. This is episode 63 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. Okay, today I want to spend a little bit of time talking about website hosting. And immediately, some percentage of you listening are going to turn this off, and that's fine. Um, But for those of you who are thinking about starting a website or who have already started a website and are thinking about um, how it runs or potentially thinking about how it runs, uh, hopefully this will be interesting. And I'm just going to kind of go through my thoughts um, in deciding how you want to run a personal or business website. Um, Yeah, so specifically, I'm going to talk a lot about managed versus unmanaged hosting and, you know, how I do it, how I think um, people who are less technical than me should do it. And, you know, kind of what goes into making that decision, especially if you already have your website hosted somewhere and um, on one of those two options, managed versus unmanaged. And, you know, things like whether it's worth it to switch, what are the reasons why you would want to switch, you know, that kind of thing. And so the first thing I'm going to start off here with the assumption that um, this relates to a real life story. Um, So I'm going to start off on the assumption that um, there's a website that's already set up that you have that is on managed hosting. Um, And this means managed hosting is when you rely on a third party company uh, and their infrastructure to run the back end, the guts of your website. So all the services. So in in the example of WordPress, that would be um, PHP, that would be um, whatever your database is, so usually MySQL, um, you know, um, your, your um, what's it called again? I forget what it's called. Um, but the part that powers the web, so uh, Nginx or Apache usually are the two options there that people go with. Um, all that stuff, all that technology on the back end, all that software um, is managed outside of your control and updated outside of your control. And one of the things that happens a lot with unmanaged hosting that I've seen, I've never used unmanaged hosting, so I'm coming at this purely, well, I won't say that actually, because like when I use Blogger, I used Blogger for many years. Blogger's unmanaged, or Blogger is managed hosting. Um, It's just not in the traditional sense, because like it's so far on the managed hosting side that it's just a web service. Um, That being said, you can, yes. So managed hosting basically you don't have to, as a, as the consumer, you don't have to worry about software updates. You, the only updates you have to worry about are inside of WordPress, like things like plugins being updated and that kind of thing. Um, so from that pers- from the perspective of somebody who is less technical, managed WordPress hosting for specifically sounds really great because you don't have to worry about it. Um, but in practice, I've found it rather difficult um, to justify that as a long-term solution manage WordPress hosting because the the weird thing is and I'm not sure exactly how this happens but the managed WordPress hosts that I've seen always tend to run very old versions of the technologies I was just talking about so PHP MySQL um, either Apache or Nginx they always somehow manage to be out of date and in some cases very out of date and there is a possibility of like emailing your uh, WordPress host and asking about these updates and potentially getting them to to move your site to an upgraded platform. But at that point, like, isn't that the whole reason that you wanted managed hosting that you don't have to think about that or worry about that? It's very weird. Um, and 
the reason like that is the reason mainly for me being slightly more technical but again i get that a lot of people aren't technical but i wasn't i'm not like some i wasn't didn't go to school for this i didn't the only reason i am technical is because i wasn't technical and i was like huh how do you do this and then i looked it up and then i did it multiple times <laughs> the only um, the only difference between a non-technical person and a technical person is being willing to learn the technology behind things. And so for me, unmanaged hosting is is the superior option because I have I've already learned um, how to manage a web server on my own. And a web server is basically just a computer that you rent um, rather than somebody setting up a computer for you and setting up a WordPress site for you that's blank. And then you having the ability to dump your stuff into it. Um, Unmanaged WordPress hosting is somebody hands you the keys to a computer and the address to it, and then you set up everything on your own end. And <clears throat> this gives you way more control over your own updates, but you have to do them yourself. And so for me, like I said, I would much rather do it myself. I get to decide when I want to update things. I get to decide, um, you know, how frequently I want to update them. And I can decide that if I need a month where I don't do any kind of site maintenance or updates, I don't have to do anything. And it basically becomes, it's basically the, the two solutions are almost no different um, on a day to day, except that um, you get to decide as the user on an unmanaged hosting site when you want to update and you are at the mercy of the, the web host if you're on a managed version, um, because while usually you can, um, you can let them know via support emails or whatever that you want your site to be upgraded to be on the latest version of php to be on the latest version of mysql all that stuff um but it doesn't happen it doesn't necessarily happen automatically and what from what i've seen from multiple hosts it's like pulling teeth to actually get them to do it or like it's it's not easy which is again i find very odd but um yeah that's that's basically the, the difference between those two things and so uh, for me, when I when I made the decision from switch for switching from Blogger, which is again so far on the managed side that it's literally just a web service, um, to using WordPress as my blog engine, it was a no brainer that I would <laughs> that I would manage the server myself. Um, but this comes from again, I have because I have learned these things because I've I've read up on them and tried them out. Um, I do have that technological background and so for example when i was in university as one does um i installed i set up a partition on my computer and on my hard drive and i installed ubuntu on it and so i played around with linux for a long time i never i would say that i never used linux full time i never went to linux i always had it available and there were points for where for like a week or two i would just be using linux but honestly, it doesn't have the software support that other platforms have. Things get there, but it's like it's apps almost always have a Windows version unless they are specifically Mac apps. Um, apps sometimes have a Windows version and a Mac version. And then if you're very lucky, um, they'll have a Linux version. And again, so there's there's this subset of things. There's there's obviously some apps that run only on Windows or only on the Mac or only on Linux. But if an app is cross-platform, odds are that it's going to be Windows and Mac. And you have to be really lucky to, or have a huge company 
um, in order for your app to have Windows, Mac and Linux support. And so it just didn't really make sense as somebody who likes who runs a lot of software to use Linux in that way. And so I, I learned Linux. Um, I learned everything I needed to know in order to update and maintain the system, um, install some apps, have things like Chrome running on it, um, things like OpenOffice. It's um, I knew I knew enough back in what it was. It was probably 2015, 2016, something like that, when I decided, no, I need to go to WordPress and I need to host the site myself. Um, it's basically when you have unmanaged hosting, you basically are, like I said, you're given the keys to a computer and the keys are just how you log in. Um, and it's just a fresh install of whatever Linux distribution you want. It's almost always Linux. Um, so again, because I started off using Ubuntu and it seemed like the most user-friendly to me from a graphical user interface perspective, um, that's the one I've always been most comfortable with. And so I opened up that, that uh, thing. I opened up my tutorial on the web. Um, I use DigitalOcean as a host and they have really great um, documentation for all kinds of different setups. And one of them is WordPress and they have a really great WordPress um, tutorial showing you all the pieces that you need. So I went with a what's called a LEMP stack, which is Linux, Nginx, which is represented by E in this case because it's Engine, um, even though the software starts with an N, um, M, which is MySQL, and P, which is PHP. So those four um, are called the LEMP stack. If you, you can also have uh, the other common one, like I mentioned before, is the LAMP stack, where everything is the same Linux, and then Apache as the web um, backend, MySQL as the database, and PHP as the actual language of WordPress. Um, and so it's quite easy to set that up. Once The first time you've done it, there's lots of little things that, that can trip you up and can, can need a little bit more Googling to figure out. But if you follow the instructions exactly on most of these kinds of tutorials, like the one that I used on DigitalOcean, you're pretty much good to go after you've set up the LEMP stack to then install WordPress. And again, they, they walk you through all this thing, uh, all of this in tutorials. And once, and so the other nice thing, which is the other nice thing, which has come about in recent years is kind of, but not really a bridge between the unmanaged and managed versions. Because one of the hardest things about unmanaged server setups is that again, you have to do it all yourself. You have to install the entire software stack and it's not like that's time consuming and you have to kind of know all the nuances of those programs. And you might want to set things up in a different way than the tutorial says, um, is that a lot of hosting sites like like DigitalOcean use um, what are called what are usually called like a market. They have an app marketplace. That's what I think DigitalOcean calls it, where they have servers that are provisioned with a LAMP stack or a LEMP stack automatically and WordPress installed. So they they basically take out all the steps I just mentioned from getting the server to having WordPress installed on it. Um, and they save that as a disk image. And then they, when you say, hey, I want a server set up with WordPress on it, they will spin up a copy of that server. And so you get everything already set up. There are default passwords assigned for each of the services that are included. And so basically the, the instructions for that are basically, here's your server. Um, it's got everything installed. Here are the default passwords. You should go and change them to something that you want. And you can basically go, you can basically from there, once you've set up what website you want WordPress to connect to, you can basically go put that into your um, domain registrar and your, your site's running. Like it's, again, it's going to be an empty WordPress site until you start configuring it and all that stuff. But um, that takes a lot of the complexity out of 
um, an unmanaged service. And at that point, all you have to do is, um, like I said, is get the domain set up and running and then put all your stuff in. And so if you already have a website that you're migrating from, um, there's an import and export tool in WordPress. So you can just import and export all the posts, pages, images, all that kind of stuff. And then the only thing you'd have to do is make sure your theme carries over. And yeah, it's it's quite simple to do all of that stuff. And, the, and again, I would always consider changing domains. Like, well, um, the domain name system is is definitely complex and subject to a lot of potential issues. Something like uh, a plain URL forward using DNS um, or setting up a connecting a site via um, DNS to the registrar is super simple. And so moving a domain, that kind of thing um, is all really easy to just do. And the the hardest thing about it is that it's so easy to make little mistakes on that um, if you don't really know what you're doing. And everything if, if you have if you have an older uh, registrar and again these things vary so widely um, it can take time for the registrar to update but a lot of registrars like uh, the registrar that I actually use now is Cloudflare to do my DNS um, that's not where my domains are registered but that they kind of they act as a middleman for my site and so they I do the DNS through Cloudflare and Cloudflare is is well known for basically having DNS be instant so you can set up things like text records and to to do domain verification and that kind of thing and it's basically instantaneous um yeah so for me i'm always going to go with unmanaged hosting because i i know what's going on behind the scenes and while there is like there is the idea that you have to then be the person that maintains the site um like i said i've found that with managed hosting updates don't really happen automatically and so you actually have to be the one you still have to either have the technical knowledge to know that things need to be updated um, or be constantly checking the site health um, checker in WordPress, which tells you the age of all your components and you know whether there's updates available and whether there's security risks with having the older version that you have. And so you still have to be the one contacting support and saying, hey, when are we going to get, like, can I get an upgraded version of PHP now? Um, and so it's not like the work goes away if you have a managed host. You still have to be aware of all that stuff. And it's just that either they won't be able to do it for you because they're not ready yet, or um, th- you're going to have to get them to do this upgrade, or they'll give you specific instructions on how to do these upgrades. And so uh, honestly, it's really up to you what you prefer, but those are the options that are out there. So I'm going to leave it there for now. What I'm going to do, because I mentioned that my web host is DigitalOcean, um, I actually have a referral link. So if you're curious about getting started with this stuff, it's actually very cheap to get started. And I only spend like I think $8 a month on my website, which comes with, which is also where I host this podcast. Um, so if you are interested in DigitalOcean, um, this is not like, they're not sponsoring or anything, but um, I can get you a referral code that will give you $100 in credit for DigitalOcean over the first 60 days you have an account. Um, so if you want to play around with things, um, kind of kick the tires on a website for yourself. Um, like I said, they have, they have an app marketplace. You can basically install something like WordPress in one click. Um, or like one or two clicks, and then you'll have this this entire stack software stack ready to go. You can open your WordPress site. Um, honestly, I recommend checking it out. So um, go to the show notes wherever you're listening to this, and you'll see a link there with referral code. And um, honestly, check it out if you're curious. So thanks very much for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye.